We're going to take a, a really beautiful prayer promise, and it's uh, Psalm 55:22, and it's another one that is very, very um, familiar. But often, when God gives us a tremendous promise or a tremendous scripture in the Old Testament. It's repeated again in the New Testament, maybe in a little different way, but saying the very same thing. And this says, cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved, or, you know, the unstable. Um, and I think what, what we um, have to think about is what is that casting your burden mean to put it on the Lord and we also have it repeated in 1st Peter 5 7 casting all your care upon him he careth for you the looking at the word casting and you can check it out in the, the Hebrew or, or the Greek and basically it means to throw upon but if you're a fisherman, fishermen cast. You know, they throw it out and then they reel it back, throw it out and reel it back. That's not what he's talking about. It's the idea of throwing it out and letting go of it. And, and see, this has to do a lot with faith and trust. And in Peter, he said here, a burden. But in Peter, he adds to not just the burden, but my worries, my anxieties, uh, the things I have no control over. When I don't have control of things, then I have fear and I have worry. And he said, put that on the Lord. Because a burden that I'm not giving to the Lord will literally cause me to become weak-kneed, uh, weary, uh, super tired, because I've got this load that I was not designed to carry. And that's important. What you're burdened with is something you're not designed to carry. And the more you try to carry a load that you are not designed for, it will literally take you down. And that's what he's saying. We need to let go of it. Give it to God and let go of it. But see, we're talking here about faith and trust. If I am going to give this to God, what if he drops it? What if he doesn't deal with it as I want him to deal with it? Then I won't let go of it. I've got to let go of it. I've got to trust God that he will do what's right. He will do what is best. Not from my perspective, but from his perspective. And I think the more 
emotions tied up with that burden or care um, for a person you know it's easy to kind of cast the care of somebody you don't know on the Lord and pray for it and let it go but what if it's a loved one um, let's see it's not really can I trust him because I can it's will I trust him and you know, it says here that the Lord will sustain you or hold you up or, you know, lift you up. But in, in the uh, Peter one, it says you can give it to God because God cares. God is concerned about what you're concerned about. And if you're concerned about a loved one or a person or a future or uh, getting a job or whatever, we need to learn how to go on our knees before God if you're able to go there. I can't pray on my knees anymore. My knees are as old as I am and they give me problems. But just to be able to lay it down before the Lord and say, okay, God, I'm giving this to you and I'm just knowing that you're going to answer this according to what's best in this situation. And the more... I know the Lord. The more I trust Him with smaller things, the more I can trust Him with bigger things. And remember, the more that my heart or emotions, that part of me is all wrapped up in this burden or this care, it's going to be harder for you to let go of it. And that's why we need to know who God is. We need to know who the Lord is. We need that is anything too hard for God? Well, he doesn't know my son. He doesn't know my husband. Is anything too hard for him? No, it's not too hard for him. He can deal with it, and he will deal with it according to what is best for the person or situation you're casting on him. And sometimes when you cast something on the Lord, it doesn't turn out the way you expect it. Uh, it's a major disappointment. And I remember years ago, um, one of the greatest disappointments I had was uh, after I graduated being a rentgenologist, uh, which is an x-ray technician, and our, one of our leaders there, one of the doctors, his wife was the assistant of a department of of um, studying uh, radiation on plants, animals, and so on at UCLA. And I went out and I had to get a badge. It's a government thing. It was secret. I had to get this badge, walk through the place, and they were sharing and showing me things and so on. And uh, I fit. I was qualified. If uh, they took me on, I could go on and get a doctor's degree and they would pay for it besides giving me a salary and allowing me time to study I mean it was a dream and uh, so the the person I was working with the gal uh, said well I need to take you now to the director because I will recommend you my husband recommended you and I will recommend you and so we went in and she highly recommended me that I was qualified. And at that time they were having atomic experience, experiments in Almogordo, New Mexico. 
and they were taking the different plants, animals, and so on that were exposed to radiation at different degrees out, how much, how did it affect them, what will it affect, and so on. And, uh, and then duplicate that at that lab, the huge lab at UCLA. And, um, and I met with him and he said, well, I really uh, like the recommendations. I very much um, admire my assistant um, that's you know, really running the lab and uh, the people in it and doing a lot of the hiring. And her husband, I know, is uh, a real authority in all of this uh, radiation stuff. And he said, but I have to ask you one question. And at that time, I was almost 20, and he says, have you been in the Army yet? And I said, no, I have not. He says, well, I'll tell you this. If uh, after you do your two years in the service, which I feel is the duty of every young man, you come back, and I guarantee we'll hire you. Oh, was I ever disappointed. I mean, like, oh, I really was down. I didn't even know the Lord at the time. I was really down. And um, when I left there, I just, oh, I was totally devastated. And yet, had I been hired, I don't know if I would even be a believer today. But God knew that he was going to bring someone in my life right after this that was going to share Christ with me. And when I received Christ as my Savior and later on dedicated myself to the Lord, I can look back now and with tremendous gratefulness, in fact, not just now, but even years ago, gratefulness that God did not allow me to be hired because God had a far better position for me in the kingdom than I had any idea of. I had no idea of it. I didn't know God, so I got an idea of what he was going to do. So I'm just, the thing I've said over and over again in these series, trust him. God has a plan for your not, uh, life. God had a plan for your life before you were born, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. Before you accepted Christ, God had a plan for your life. He gave you all of the abilities that you need to fulfill it. Not all the abilities to do everything maybe you want to do, but all the abilities to fulfill God's plan and purpose for your life. So trust him. Cast those things on him and trust him. If he withholds them, praise God. If he gives them black and it's a blessing, praise God. But I know for all these years I've walked with God that his ways are the best. And learn how to begin to cast small burdens or small cares on him because the more you do that, and as the cares grow and the burdens get bigger, the easier it is to just give it to him and say, God is able to do this. He's the God of the impossible, it says in scripture. Is anything too hard for him? No. There's not a burden or a worry or whatever that I have that he is not able to deal with and deal with it according to his uh, perfect will. So again, I want to say, trust him. And as you read through scripture and you see the power of God, how could you ever doubt his ability to deal with issues in your life. You have a choice. 
casting or worrying. That's not really a choice as a believer. He says that we're not to worry because worry is what people do that don't know God. 